This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1681. Don't slide how learning English is like football. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection with your American host, Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Arizona and Colorado, USA. To get real-time transcripts right on your phone and create your personalized vocabulary list, try the All Ears English app for iOS and Android. Start your seven-day free trial at allearsenglish.com forward slash app. In today's episode, you'll learn how the quarterback on a football field protects himself and why you should do the opposite and not protect your ego when you learn English. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get competent. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Hey, Lindsay, are you going to watch any football over Thanksgiving <laughs> in the next couple of weeks? Oh, my gosh. I know a lot of people are. Uh, I probably won't, though. I'm kind of different like that. I don't watch a ton of football, although I am around people watching football a lot. So it might be on, but I probably won't focus on it. Yeah, <laughs> it might be you? on in the background. That's how it is yeah. for me a lot on Thanksgiving. There's yeah. usually always a football game on. My dad might be paying attention. The rest of us are like playing games and it's just on in the background. Got it. Okay. So your dad's the big football guy in the family. Mm -hmm. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. And I think that's the case for a lot of families in the United States, at least that mm -hmm. American football is, you know, the guys are really big fans. Every now and then I'll meet a girl who's really into it. I do have some right. friends who are big fans, like to go to the games, Yeah, but it is a little bit more of a male dominant sport. It's pretty brutal and violent it's with them like brutal. tackling each other. It really is. Oh my gosh. Football. It's so American. Guys, again, today we're talking about American football, right? Not soccer. I think most of the world, when they hear football, they think soccer, right, Aubrey? Yep, exactly. But for us, we just say football and we're talking about American football with the shoulder pads with the NFL, right? And <laughs> college football is huge. We're right in the middle of that season. And but yes. it's true. The rest of the world, you say football and they're assuming what we call soccer. Yeah. And just last week, I think, or a few weeks ago, we did an episode on tailgating. That was awesome. So fun yes. to record that and just show our listeners about this very American tradition and get you guys ready if you get invited to a tailgate party. So go and find that episode. But Aubrey, what are we getting into today? Tell us about yeah. this episode. Yeah. So I was watching a football game with some friends and I saw the quarterback kept sliding. Like no one would even be that close to him. And he would just slide almost sliding. like a baseball player sliding into a base. Huh. And so I was asking like, what's happening? Why is he sliding? And there ended up being um, sort of a that they were like reviewing a play to see if he had started sliding before someone hit oh. him. So I was really interested. And I started thinking about how 
this is a lot like learning English. So this episode's interesting. We're going to talk about what that is, why do quarterbacks mm-hmm. slide, and how yeah. learning English is like football and why you guys don't want to slide. Oh, I never thought we'd be able to find a comparison between football and learning English. This is great. I love it. I love it. The analogies out there in the world are just so much fun. So let's dig into it. Tell us a little bit about what we need to know about the slide here. Okay, so first of all, yeah, in American football, the quarterback is kind of the most valuable player, right? He is the one passing the ball, he has to run it a lot, but he's not built like a lot of these other players. He's often skinny, smaller, right? Mm -hmm. They're skinny, Skinny, short, fast. Are they tall? Oh, they're short too. Sorry to interrupt. (laughs) Well, I mean, not always. Yeah, but they, they can be short, they can be tall. They just, it's all about their skill with throwing the ball. Throwing, okay. And not about like if they're a good tackler like these offensive linemen that are just huge, tall, and really big. Yeah, I remember in high school, I knew some of the football guys, and I remember that the, the it always surprised me that the quarterback was a guy I knew. He was quite slender, quite yeah. skinny. He was kind of tall, not super tall, but I was thinking to myself, why is he the quarterback? He seems like he weighs half the weight of all the other guys in the field. Right. He doesn't um, even look like a football player. No, not at all. More like a track star. So they're, are they also kind of doing the thinking or the strategizing, yeah. would you say? Yeah. That's a lot of it, too, is that they have to make split-second decisions, smart okay. decisions, mm-hmm. depending on what's happening with the play, who gets blocked by the linemen, okay. and they might have to change the play last minute. So, yeah, they have to be quick thinkers, too. Okay. In pro football, you know, they're often paid the most. Yeah. And it, so it's devastating to a team if they're injured. They might not have a backup quarterback that's as talented, right? So they have right. to protect themselves. Sure. Sure. So and because of this, yeah, uh-huh. go ahead. No, I was just want to say, just before we talk about the slide, we couldn't talk about this without mentioning Tom Brady. I feel like he's a (laughs) pretty famous and controversial figure. Um, Tom Brady is the quarterback of the Patriots, right? And he seems like he or not anymore. He used to be on the Patriots. Now he's on the Florida team. But he seems like he's the quarterback that everyone loves to hate. (laughs) It's true. You love him or you hate him. There was the whole deflate gate where he was accused of deflating the ball, which was a big deal. Yes, I actually have my cousin played for the NFL several Mm -hmm. different teams. And he played with Tom Brady and said, really? he is the nicest guy said him and his wife, they both yes. were married and had kids and most of the other football players on the team didn't. So they had that in common. Yeah. And he said, he's just so kind, like such a good person in real life. So That's I have to awesome. give him a lot of leeway knowing yeah, that, knowing that my sure. cousin knew him personally. <laughs> yeah. I've heard the same thing. My, my roommate in, in Boston, he, I think he's originally from New England or something like that. She ended up at a dinner once with him, she said, and it was someone's home, a family dinner. And she said the same thing that he's a nice guy. So yeah. that's good news. <laughs> yeah. So I, I like to hope the best, you know, maybe it wasn't his decision to do this yeah. deflate. Who knows? You don't know game. the backstory yeah. of everything, but <laughs> I've heard he's a great guy. So I give him a lot of Slack. A lot of slack. I love it, guys. Yeah, it's good to know about these figures out in the world of sports or music, movies, whatever it is, because this is what people talk about. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm around people talking about Tom Brady a lot, to be honest, these days, it feels like. So you're going to hear these conversations a fair amount. So, all right, let's get into the slide. Okay, yeah. So because, you know, the quarterback is valuable and has to try to avoid injury, Mm -hmm. they will often slide to avoid contact, to avoid being tackled. I see. Like what this means if they start sliding just kind of like a baseball player sliding to a base with their leg down. Yep. They're conceding the play. They're they're 
they're signaling the end of the play. And once mm-hmm. they start sliding, these defensive players are not allowed to hit them. They're not allowed to tackle uh, them or they get a penalty. Interesting. And, you know, all teams do it to try and protect their quarterback, to try and keep them from getting injured. Huh. So, yeah, that's what I had seen this where the um, referees were reviewing the play because someone tackled the quarterback after he yep. started sliding. But that was the question of was, oh, was it before he started sliding? Ooh. Anyway, it's interesting. It makes sense once you realize why they're doing it. It looks really strange if you don't understand why. I'm like, there wasn't even anyone around. Why, why is he doing that? <laughs> right, 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 right. So it's kind of when a football player slides, they do it to preserve like just to say kind of stay safe is that what they're doing okay Mm -hmm. exactly to stay safe to avoid injury so I started thinking about how this is like learning a second language it's like Uh you guys learning English we have this instinct we want to slide if you will to sometimes (laughs) avoid contact to avoid embarrassment to avoid putting ourselves out there when we're learning a language right Mm -hmm. I have definitely felt this I have avoided conversations not you know gone and started talking to someone or just been really quiet in a group Mm -hmm. conversation because Mm -hmm. I'm sliding I'm avoiding embarrassment of course I love it it's so good and it's so true but the scary part is, is if we do this too much to keep ourselves safe we're not safe at all right Aubrey we're not safe at all because we haven't developed any skills we haven't you know we've lost the richness of life another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yes. And that's the thing is we may be, you know, really good at listening to podcasts, reading books, yeah. watching yeah. TV. None of, you know, that's all safe. Yes. That's, yes. None of that is putting ourselves in that position where we have to actually use our language and make those connections. And that is where the real learning happens. I love that. And and so on the football field, this injury, this potential injury that the quarterback is avoiding would be physical, maybe their knee, their back, who knows mm-hmm, what could happen. Mm-hmm. It's scary out there, I'm sure. Yes. Um, but but then in terms of tell me a little bit about like what, what exactly we are protecting ourselves from as English learners. Right, because it's not a physical injury, mm-hmm. right? But it's emotional injury. Yeah. Like w- anytime you put yourself out there, you are making yourself vulnerable yeah. to if you're worried you'll make a mistake, Worried you'll mm-hmm. be embarrassed. That emotional injury is just as serious, right? It's just as yes. difficult. And if we allow that fear to keep us from making those connections, we're missing out on so many opportunities. It's so true. It's so true. I mean, how can we teach ourselves, Aubrey, to, I guess, make it a habit kind of, right? To actually go for it, put yourself on the line. How do we get to the point where we're okay with that and then we're doing it over and over again? Yeah, I like to think of our personalities and compare it to these two football players physically, right? Mm -hmm. So the quarterback's quite a bit smaller. If you imagine this personality that's kind of small and not putting itself out there, yeah, I want you guys to be like those big, strong linemen (laughs) when it comes to your confidence and your willingness to take risks. Imagine yourself as this bigger personality. Be outgoing. (laughs) Step out of your comfort zone. Put yourself in those situations and don't worry about making mistakes. I love it. I'm imagining our listeners out on the field in full padding and they're saying, hit me. I can take it. Hit me. (laughs) I love it. 
And so there good. are opportunities to practice, right? Before you're face to face with someone, mm-hmm. you can practice with us on Clubhouse, for example. This is a great app for speaking. You can go into all kinds of rooms where you're learning and practicing speaking English. We yeah. have a room every week. What a great opportunity to actually be speaking one on one with people, with other language learners, with other English speakers before you're actually face to face to prepare, to practice, yeah. to get ready. I love that idea, Aubrey, of putting an intermediate step right in the middle. And I think Clubhouse is perfect for that, right? So your step Mm -hmm. one could be listening to this show, learning the vocab. And then every couple of weeks, we do run a clubhouse room based on one of these episodes. So that's your second step to come and practice those with us. We if you're on stage, we will ask you to speak, right? No one has to speak, but you will have the chance to. However, you know, we're not seeing you on video, we're not in person. So that's a nice, safer prepping exactly. ground. And then right. what's that final step? What do you think? And, you know, to practice with speaking partners, whether you find them in meetups online or in person, our Facebook group is a great way to find speaking partners mm-hmm. before you're in a situation with, you know, new friends, new colleagues at work to right. have these chances to practice speaking with other people in English. It's going to give you so much confidence. Yeah. So it's, it's th- so the advice here is we're kind of creating a tiered step system right? It's like a one tier, two tier, three tier. Mm -hmm. And then we get to the point where we're ready to do that business negotiation in English or something like that, right? Yes, exactly. And think about the confidence that's built every step of the way at each tier where you're starting to feel like, okay, I can do this. I, you know, I'm not making that many mistakes. I'm not worried about the mistakes I am making. I'm connecting with people and I feel so much more confident. I love it. It's so good. This is inspiring. I never knew we could get this kind of inspiration from football. (laughs) It's so good. What's the takeaway for our listeners, Aubrey? Where should we leave them with today? Yeah, you know, don't be like a quarterback, right? Instead of (laughs) avoiding contact with others, take those opportunities to speak English. Don't worry about your language being perfect and just speak. Be more like those big, strong linemen. (laughs) Yeah. And then I think as a final takeaway, also set up a tiered system for yourself and be you know intentional about that. Tier one is listening. Tier yeah. two is kind of a halfway speaking thing, right? A low risk speaking like Clubhouse or something else. And then tier three is you're having a business launch in English or you're giving a presentation at work, right? The tiered system will get you to that confidence because we don't go from zero to 100 in terms of confidence, right, Aubrey? We go through the steps. Yes. Yes, exactly. And we actually have something really exciting coming up that you could add to one of these tiers. Can you tell us about it, Lindsay? Yes, guys, we can't tell you too, too much. It is still kind of a secret, but it is coming soon. We are going to have a very cool special offer coming up on Black Friday. Okay, Black Friday. What is Black Friday, by the way, Aubrey? Yeah. So on Thanksgiving and the day after, Mm -hmm. Black Friday is the day after Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. is always Thursday, Mm -hmm. but it's actually starting a lot now, like Thursday night, they yeah. <laughs> um, there's it's a big shopping day in the mm-hmm. United States, maybe mm-hmm. elsewhere, where there are a lot of sales, a lot of deals, a lot of people do all of their Christmas shopping on Black Friday. Yes. Yeah. This is just, I believe this is just going to be for us a one day thing on that Friday. So guys, be ready. The way you can get ready to make sure you don't miss what's coming is to go to allersenglish.com forward slash Black Friday, right? Just spell it out. Go there, enter your email, and you'll make sure that you hear when this special thing is available. I can't say anything else right now. Oh, I love that it's a secret. (laughs) I think that's so fun. Get on the list, guys. You don't want to miss this. Good stuff. Awesome. Well, thanks for bringing this topic to our attention today. This has been great. I love it. 
Yes. All right. There are there are metaphors everywhere. We need there to see are. them to, to get this motivation. <laughs> all right, Albert, you have a good day. Thanks for hanging out today. Yes. I'll see ya. Okay. Bye. bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.